Welcome back to Freaky Geeky. This is Taylor. This is Ash. And we have a special guest, my friend Ashley. So we have two Ashleys today, but this one is just joining us for some fun. Yes, I'm so excited. Never done this before. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your season of regret. Yes, it's... God, how many episodes are we in now? 36? Yes, this is... Look... We've been doing this, and it's a shit show literally every time, but some people still continue to listen to us. Thank you. I love you. Woo! We're at 15 loyal listeners now, last I checked. Woo! We're getting there. I love Woo-woo. it. Somebody likes us. I Thanks, mean, Misty. Thanks, Misty! <laughs> Misty and the Butterbean. Misty replaying them all. <laughs> well, can, can you tell... I'm telling you right now, what if she, like, you know how people... Um, put headphones on their tummies when they're pregnant. Yes! She's going to freaking have the podcast and the baby's just going to come out saying, fuck! <laughs> Missy's going to be like, you did this! I'm like, ah, that was all you, boo. <laughs> she, she can't fight back. Well, I'm, no, she can. She's going to come into my office and yell at me while she's listening to this. Sorry, yeah. Misty. And she's, I'm just going to say, the kid's going to come out and she's going to be like, fuck Casey Anthony! <laughs> We've taught her well. And I was like, well, duh! <laughs> I mean, they've got a point. Yeah. If this turns out to be a boy, then I'm going to be very upset. Right. Uh, but anyway, shout out to Misty uh, and the and her and Butterbean. and Butterbean for listening to us religiously and replaying all the episodes probably, but it's fine. <laughs> um, okay. So today we're going to get spooky with it because this there is also kind of oddly true crime and paranormal at the same time. Um, I think once you start talking about it, I'll get like flashbacks because I know the name, but like... So this is about the exorcism of uh, Annalise McKell. Um, so I'll start with uh, Anna, Anna Elizabeth McKell, or Annalise is what most people called her, uh, was born September 21st, 1952. Um, she was born in Lebfling, Bavaria, which was in West Germany. Um, I was about to question how and uh, Anna Elizabeth turned into Annalise, but never mind Germany. Yeah. So uh, she, she was born to a Roman Catholic family. Um, Annalise was brought up along with three sisters by her parent parents, Joseph and Anna. She was religious and went to mass twice a week. Um, when she was 16, she suffered a severe convulsion and was diagnosed with temporal lobe epilepsy. Yikes. Um, interesting that we're starting out with epilepsy in a possession case. Yes. This is why, this is why true crime and paranormal go both into this. Like it's weird. Um, in 1973, Annalise graduated and joined the University of Würzburg, which is in Germany. Um, her classmates later described her as, quote, withdrawn and very religious. Oh, this is not going to end well. No, not at all. I have listened to this case on YouTube multiple times. I've heard so many things. It was, It's what inspired the movie The Exorcism of Emily Rose. That's right. I thought so. I was like, I know she inspired one of them, but all I could think of was The Exorcist, and that's a boy. Yeah. From Maryland, right? Yes, I think so. He was so. from Maryland. We need to I cover that case. Name. We will. Because, I don't know, exorcisms are I know it if I heard it, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Exorcisms fascinate me. I don't know why. I think it's just because... I feel like his name was Damien something, and I don't know why. It was Damien. No, was it the Omen? That's his name in the... I don't know. I don't fucking know. We're all losing it. It's fine. Okay, anyway. I work today. Leave me be. Yeah. In June 1970... Um, Annalise suffered a third seizure at the psychiatric hospital where she had been staying. Uh, back then, you know, they didn't treat mental illness no. well at all. Um, epilepsy was 
described as a mental illness instead of like, you know, somebody that has convulsions or seizures. Um, she was prescribed anti-convulsion drugs for the first time, um, including a drug called the Lantin, which they don't really use anymore. Um, but it did not alleviate any of the problem. Um, she began describing seeing devil faces at various times of the day. Oh, good. Um, that same month, she was prescribed another drug. What was it? Whoa. Whoa. A oh. Aolept. Um, that's what. Alept. Alept, which never heard of in that's my life. Weird. This is probably a drug that they don't use anymore because this was back in the day. Um, Reagan. Did you Reagan for the exorcist? Sorry, right. <laughs> it was gonna bug me. Well, look up a this this drug because I kind of want to know. A it's A O L E P T. Um, but it says it's similar to uh, chlorprosmazine and is used in the treatment of various psychoses, including schizophrenia, disturbed behavior, and delusions. Mm, looks like it's a drug more commonly prescribed to children. Like, uh, like a psychotropic. Oh, yeah. I mean, what it's 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 an antipsychotic. Google it. The first thing that comes up is something else completely. Well, that's probably the medical term for like the um, you know, generic term for it. So that's per uh, para para uh, wow, zine. Sure, we're gonna go with that. Um, but it was an antipsychotic, basically. Either way. Um, by hearing voices telling her that she was damned and would rot in hell. Um, but she began hallucinating while she was praying. Um, this began in 1973. So three years after, you know, her third seizure, um, she complained about the hearing those voices. Um, and she started seeing things. Um, Annalise's treatment in a psychiatric hospital did not improve her health and her depression worsened. Um, Long-term treatment did not help her either, and she grew increasingly frustrated with the medical intervention. Of course, anybody Well, would. yeah, after a while, it's like, what the fuck just fixed me? She was taking different types of drugs. She was. It says here she was taking um, pharmacological drugs for five years, and nothing was helping her. Um, so, Well, I guess if they don't have anything to treat the seizures either yet, then... Right. It's and this was really back gonna. in the day. There was nothing, there wasn't a lot of treatment, <clears throat> unfortunately. And there was a very, there was a lack of medication, yeah. like different types. Um, so Annalise became intolerant of Christian sacred places and objects such as the crucifix. Mm -hmm. So of course she grew up in a religious household, religious family, went to mass, all that fun stuff. I feel like this is literally just kind of a blueprint for an exorcism at this point. Absolutely. Uh, Annalise went to San uh, San Damiano with a family friend who regu regularly organized Christian pilgrimages. Um, she, That's what we need, a missions trip. Right. Uh, her escort concluded that she was suffering from demonic possession because she was unable to walk past a crucifix and refused to drink the water of a Christian holy spring. Where's this holy spring pen? Right. <laughs> Annalise um, told... Uh, part of her escort that she was unable to enter this shrine. Um, she approached it with the greatest hesitation, then said that the soil burned like fire and she simply could not stand it. Yikes. 
Um, she then walked around the shrine in a wide arc and tried to approach it from the back. She looked at the people who were kneeling in the area surrounding the little garden, and it seemed to her that while praying, they were not, they were like gnashing their teeth. Ew. Um, she got as far as the edge of the little garden, and then she had to turn back. Uh, coming from the front again, she had to avert her glance from the picture of Christ. Um, she made it several times to the garden, but could not get past it ever. Um, she also noted that she could no longer look at medals or pictures of saints. They sparkled so immensely that she could not stand it. Hmm. And this was from like, like an account of one of the fathers that was on this missions trip. Uh, Annalise McKell and her family, um, as well as her community became convinced and consulted several priests asking for an exorcism. Um, most of the priests declined, recommended the continuation of medical treatment, and informed the family that exorcisms required the bishop's permission, which is true. Yeah. In the Catholic Church, official approval for an exorcism is given when the person strictly meets a, like, a set criteria. Uh, then they are considered to be suffering from possession, uh, and under demonic control. So, she's already been treated for all these medical, like, conditions, and... So they have to have like pretty solid fucking proof to to perform an exorcism in the Catholic Church, um, which is probably a good thing considering the fact that you know we came from witch trials and shit where everybody was getting burnt or exorcised or you know for mm -hmm. no damn reason. So it's probably a good thing to keep a cap on it, in my opinion. Right, I agree. Um, the intense dislike for religious objects and supernatural powers are some of the first indications. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, mostly when they say, like, supernatural powers, like, levitating, yeah. changing voices, like, things like that. Um, Annalise worsened physically and displayed aggression, self-injury, drank her own urine, and ate insects. That's disgusting. Cute. Um, in November 1973, Annalise started her treatment with Tegretol, which was an anti-seizure drug and mood stabilizer. She was prescribed antipsychotic drugs during the course of the religious rites and took them frequently until some time before her death. Um, despite taking these new, uh, th like these numerous medications and all the neuroleptic medications. Her symptoms worsen, and she began to manifest growling, seeing demons, and throwing things. Cute. Um, so the priest that was in charge of her exorcism, or part of the determining party, was a priest named Ernest um, Alt, um, whom they like. They met with him, and on seeing her, he declared that she didn't look like an epileptic. Interesting. Quo it was quote. She didn't look like an epileptic. Right, tell what does an epileptic look like? When Thank you. Seizure. Thank you. I'm sure, I can spot one when they're seizing, but um, on the street, I'm not gonna be like, oh, hey. that one. That one's epileptic. That one over there. That one's not. Right. Like, come the fuck on, dude. What? And then he continued to say that he did not see her having seizures. No you shit. So She's dumb. on anti-seizure medicine. You dip. Oh my god. I've been so judged when someone's gonna have a seizure and I'll be like, right. oh, okay, I'm gonna tell you guys they're gonna have a seizure in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Three, she, two, like, yeah, one, look at Annalise go. and be like, when, when, when's your next seizure? I don't know, five minutes from now. Okay, cool. 
Oh, wait. What? I gotta witness it or I don't believe you that you have epilepsy. Go fuck yourself. Oh, my God. This guy, he pisses me off. He sounds like a quack. Yeah. Um. So, Priest Alt believed that she was suffering from demonic possession and urged the local bishop to allow an exorcism. Oh, was I shit talking a priest? Oh, well. I oh, well. Care. Um, <laughs> in a letter to... Um, priest alt in 1975 annalise wrote quote i am nothing everything about me is vanity what should i do i have to improve you pray for me end quote hmm. and also she also once told him quote i want to suffer for other people but this is so cruel end i quote. remember hearing that now i think and that's why we drink covered that because i almost said thanks priest which is one of their catchphrases oh my god i love that though thanks priest in September of the same year, uh, Bis uh, Bishop Joseph Stangle granted the priest um, named Arnold Renz permission to exercise according to the Ritual Romanum of 1614. So it's an old Roman Catholic, like, rite. Um, but he ordered total secrecy. I wonder the fuck why. Yeah, this ain't gonna go well. Um, Renz performed the first session on September 24th of this, that year. Um, Annalise began talking increasingly about dying to atone for the wayward youth of the day and the apostate priests of the modern church. Sounds healthy. And she refused to eat towards the end. Um, at this point, her parents stopped consulting doctors on her request and relied solely on the exorcism rites. Yeah. Um, so 67 exorcism sessions, Jesus, one or two each week, lasting up to four hours, were performed over about 10 months in 1975 to 1976. That's like what 670 hours of exorcism, yeah, once or twice a week for 10 months. That is bananas, it's insane, like. This poor girl, because exorcisms are, like, very intense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. No wonder she was losing it. <sighs> it just, I would be, too, if someone was doing that to me all the time. Right. Right. That's literally torture. Yeah. God. So, on July 1st of 1976, Annalise died in her home. The autopsy reported stating that the cause was malnutrition and dehydration due to being in a semi-starvation state for almost a year while wow. the rites of exorcism were done. She weighed 68 pounds. Holy shit. And, or 30 kilograms. Uh, suffering broken knees due to continuous gen, uh, genuflicate. Uh, wow, I can't talk. Genuflicate genuflections which happen in exorcisms mm -hmm. she, that's when you bend your knees around, yes right? uh she was unable to move without assistance and was reported to have contracted pneumonia lovely um after an investigation the state prosecutor maintained that annalise's death could have been prevented even one week before she died that is so sad yeah yeah and honestly, like, she requested that her parents not consult a medical physician. But if she was mentally ill, like they said she was, why would they fucking listen to her? Right. She wasn't in her right mind. If she was possessed by a demon, even, the demon would be like, yeah, just, you duh. Yeah. The demon will tell you not to consult a medical professional. Don't listen to it either. Oh, my fucking God. 
After uh, so in 1976, the state charged Annalise's parents and priest Ernest Alt and Arnold Renz with negligent homicide. And how? Um, the parents were defended by Eric Schmidt Lechner. Uh, their lawyers were sponsored by the church. Of course they were. The state recommended that no involved parties be jailed. Instead, the recommended sentence for the priest was a fine. That'll teach him. While the prosecution concluded that the parents should be exempt from punishment as they had, quote unquote, suffered enough. Well, you know they got that, them big monies. Oh my fuck. Because, I mean, it got approval from, what, the bishop or whatever? Yeah. So, like, high up on the food chain, so they're going to defend that. To- but apparently, the fact that they had suffered enough is a criterion in German penal law. That is something to exempt somebody from some from sentencing, is that they suffered. Yes. It is, a, uh, it is a criterion in German penal law. Okay, Germany. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of wild. Yes, we killed your daughter through wrongful exorcism. Let's fucking fine you. Bad priest. Like, I just just sprayed him with a water bottle and called it a day. A fine! Oh my god, I can't, I can't. can't. But the church is gonna pay anyway, so. Exactly. Who gives a shit? So, there was, of course, a very long trial to determine what happened and all that fun stuff, so... Um, the trial started on March 30th, uh, 1978 in the district court and drew intense interest, like immediately, but of course it well, did. yeah, that's fascinating. Before the court, doctors testified that Annalise was not possessed, stating that this was a psychological effect because of her strict religious upbringing and her epilepsy. But... That's what I was thinking. Exactly. But the doctor, Richard Roth, who was asked for medical help by Ernst, uh, Ernst Alt allegedly told her during the exorcism that, quote, there is no injection against the devil, Annalise, end quote. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so the parents' lawyer said that the exorcism was legal and that the German constitution protected citizens in the unrestricted exercise of their religious beliefs, which I get. Until it kills somebody. Exactly. The defense played tapes recorded at the exorcism sessions, sometimes featuring what was claimed to be demons arguing uh, to assert their claim that Annalise was possessed. Um, Both priests said the demons identified themselves as Lucifer, Cain, Judas, Iscariot, Belial, Legion, Hitler, and Nero, among others. (laughs) Hitler just popped by like, hey guys, what's up? Oh my god, Hitler's a demon now. Well, I think it was in this case where I heard on, uh, and that's why we drank, they were talking about apparently all the other demons were shit-talking Hitler, like nobody likes him. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, <laughs> don't quote love me that. that. I said, but, if I was a demon, I would not like Hitler either. Right? Like, we don't associate ourselves with him. He's mega-demon. <laughs> He's mega-demon. Uh, can you just imagine Hitler going down to hell and Lucifer's like, yeah, you too much. <laughs> Seventh circle of hell. Fuck out of my face. <laughs> yeah, you too much, with homie. With your dumbass little mustache. Oh, my God. some facial hair and then talk to me. It's just so crazy because there's always these jokes that Hitler was fucking bullied. And it's just like, even in death, he's probably getting bullied down and out. Fucking right. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Fuck that guy. Oh, well, this, yeah, true, true fact. True fact. 
Oh god, I lost my place. Hold on. Okay. All right, that was no, my fault. I no, went on a fucking no, tangent about Hitler. No, it's okay. So, um, but then they further said that she was finally freed because of the exorcism just before her death. I bet she was. I bet she was. Um, the bishop said that he was not aware of her alarming health condition when he approved the exorcism and did not testify. But the fuck he didn't. Uh, the accused were found guilty of manslaughter resulting from negligence and were sentenced to six months in jail, which was later suspended, and three years of probation. Yeah. Wow. Bullshit. It was a far lighter sentence than anticipated, but it was more than requested by the defense who had asked that the priest only be fined and that the parents be found guilty, but not punished. Which, that was a defense. The defense asked that. Like, what the hell is happening over there? No pun intended. Right? The church approving such an old-fashioned exorcism right drew public and media attention. Um... A lot of people say the case was a misidentification of mental illness, which I absolutely agree. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, let's see. After the trial, uh, the parents asked the authorities for permission to exhume the remains of their daughter. Um, the official reason presented by the parents to authorities was that Annalise had been buried in un. Uh, in undue hurry in a cheap coffin. Almost two years after the burial on February 25th, 1978, her remains were replaced in a new oak coffin lined with tin. The official report states that the body bore the signs of consistent deterioration. The accused exorcists were discouraged from seeing the remains of Annalise. Thank God. Yeah. Why would they let them? Um, Arnold Renz, the guy that performed the exorcism most of the time, later stated that he had been prevented from entering the mortuary. Her grave became and remained... Why do you even need to be there? Exactly. Exactly. Fuck out. But her grave became and still remains a pilgrimage site. Like, people will go to oh, visit God, it. Oh, God, I bet. Like, people will go I to see it. I wonder, too, if the tin has something to do with anything, because yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of people lining a coffin with tin. I wonder, no. Party wonders if it has to do with, like, some religious rite that I don't know about. See, I don't know either. I thought that was kind of odd myself, because usually they're lined. just, with... like, stand out to you? Yeah, because usually they're lined with linen. Yeah, some kind of fabric. Um, Not tin. Right. The number of officially sanctioned exorcisms decreased in Germany due to this case. Um, in spite of Pope Benedict, whatever the hell that number is, because I can't read Roman numerals. XV. XVI. Pope Benedict XVI's support for wider use of it compared to Pope John Paul II, who in 1999 made the rule stricter involving only rare cases. Um, so this is, this was weird. This is a little extra I found that I didn't know of, but on June 6, 2013, a fire broke out in the house where Annalise McKell lived. And although the local police said it was a case of arson, some locals attributed it to the exorcism case. Interesting. Even though she's been dead for 20 years, her house just ignites. Oh, I'm right. sorry, like 40 years. Right. Like 2013 now. So... I know that was a little bit short, but I do have a fun fact for y'all. Um, all right. Neil Armstrong's life insurance would have cost him $50,000 a year on a $17,000 a year salary. So he signed hundreds of autographs before his launch for his family to sell in the event that he died. 
Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's kind of wild. See, I wouldn't expect insurance companies to pull some shit like, if you're not on Earth, we don't got to cover you. Well, they would. <laughs> they would. That's our extended gravity plan. Oh, God <laughs> damn it, dude. But I was like, I was like what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because, like, there are very few instances where, like, because, like, I believe in a lot of shit, but I don't really know if I fully believe in demonic possession. Yeah. I don't really know if I fully believe in demons. I believe in things that act like demons. Yeah. But, like, not in the literal sense of, like, these are, you know, non-human spirits who roam the earth, whatever. Because, like, actually, that's, uh, my mini coming soon is, uh, types of ghosts. Oh, okay, cool. So be on that the lookout gonna be for cool. that. That's gonna be a good one. But one of the ones is, like, demons and demonic possession, so I'm like, I don't know. I just, I just don't know how to buy it. It's just mainly because of all the theatrical bullshit. They're so theatrical now. Like, you know, we've all seen The Conjuring. You know, we've all seen The Conjuring movies. The Exorcism of Emily Rose. The Last Exorcism. Oh, did you actually mention on air that that's what that was based off of? I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, I don't remember if we were recording or not. No, we were. But it's, it's very, like, I don't know. It's odd in the sense that it only seems and tends to happen to religious families. Right. That it's a Catholic. little yeah, that are Catholic. It's a little too convenient. And I don't know. I mean, feel free to like email us and tell me if I'm fucking wrong. Um Right. Like I mean, feel free to tell us if we're wrong, but you know, that email be freaky geeky podcast at gmail.com. Um we also still want stories and nobody loves us so you should yeah, send us a story us. anyway have you had a ghost experience do you have a true crime experience like send it to us we want to talk about it like we want to do like aliens work too aliens aliens for sure anything weird is fine bigfoot i don't give a shit i don't give a fuck like i'm ready make it weird make it weird man. make it freaky and geeky freaky and geeky oh i get it now i'm just kidding <laughs> like you had me for like a millisecond i was like <laughs> i get it now <laughs> the hover here i'm gonna let her plug our social media she's best at it she knows it in her sleep i guess i do so yeah taylor sent the email freaky geek podcast at gmail.com hit us up on instagram we got that tiktok we got a facebook page uh yeah send us some love if you're listening on apple Podcasts. please if you're feeling kind and only if you're feeling kind leave us a review and tell us that you like us and affirm and make us feel better about ourselves really that's all we're asking uh and help us because uh, there's an algorithm there that the more people who rate us the more people can listen to us we might actually pop up on somebody and curse someone else i mean have someone else enjoy <laughs> listening to our lovely voices all right y'all uh that's about it for today's episode so you know how it goes stay freaky stay freaky y'all bye ashley say bye bye guys thanks for having me (laughs) (laughs) i got the end music today